SAFM Sports Wrap. 6.30 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello, how are you? Oh, are you a Cape Town City fan? If you are, you must be delighted. Please, this punch, beaming smiles all around, indeed. Uh, I tell you, football in the Western Cape is having a real celebration as well. A few months after being formed, Cape Town City, Telcom Knockout Champions, and that is going to be the basis for our show this evening. This is SFM Sports Trap, the PSL radio show, Segunjalo. We're going to be focusing on uh, Cape Town City's rather emphatic victory over um, Supersport United. You know what gets me, though? Supersport United, in the whole competition, they scored three goals. Cape Town City scored 12 goals in four matches. That means they've scored... Per game, what United scored in the entire tournament. Cape Town City are utterly deserving of their title. And bear in mind, Supersport United was a side that had gone 14 matches unbeaten by the time Cape Town City put paid to their uh, to their run of uh, undefeated matches. That uh, said, we're going to be chatting to the chairman, John Kabitis, on the show tonight. Coach Eric Tinkler, and indeed one of the star players in Robin Johannes. Uh, great to see Robin Johannes resurrecting his career in such emphatic uh, fashion. But we are going to start off with uh, a little bit of sports news now and start off with some football. Cape Town City have actually announced the signing of former Mamelodi Sundowns and German Cosmos winger Luyolo Nomandela. Now, the newly crowned Telkom Knockout champions announced the signing on Twitter after the 27-year-old received his clearance from Sundowns. Nomandela is available for selection for tomorrow's league clash with struggling Platinum Stars at uh, Cape Town Stadium. Meanwhile, Kickoff.com is reporting that Baroque FC have released seven players from their squad, including the goalkeeping pair of Olani Ngobo and Innocent Mbangeni. Also out are James Bell, Ayanda Juaha, Tumelo Mukhale, Tsepo Siriti and Muhmuzi Mukuka, all of whom have already signed their termination papers and left the club. Victor Letzualo is also facing the exit door, with word being that a move to a National First Division club is in the offing. Staying with local football, National First Division side Santos and head coach Seca Marks have annually parted ways. The mutual agreement was announced this morning after a 1-0 loss to Amazulu over the weekend to prove the final straw for Marks. Further afield, Arsenal have been uh, drawn against Bayern Munich in the last 16 of the UEFA Champions League. Bayern eliminated Arsenal en route to winning the trophy in 2013 and repeated the feat a year later. Well, the teams also met in the group stage last season. Reigning European champions Real Madrid will face Napoli. Five-time winners Barcelona face uh, Paris Saint-Germain and Manchester City face Monaco. Premier League champions Leicester City play last season's Europa League winners Sevilla and Atletico Madrid drawn against Bayer Leverkusen while Juventus uh, play Porto and Borussia Dortmund meet Benfica. Meanwhile, Man City will take on uh, Manchester United rather, will take on St Etienne in the last 32 of the Europa League. A tie that will see United and France midfielder Paul Pogba, the world's most expensive player, faces older brother Florentin, the Guinea international defender. Select other matches for the round of 32. Athletic Bilbao plays, uh, play Upwell. Uh, Legia Warsaw take on Ajax. Villarreal against Roma. Celta Vigo play Shakhtar Donetsk. Uh, Ghent take on Tottenham. Krasnodar host Fenerbahce. Borussia Mönchengladbach take on Fiorentina. I said Alkmaar against Lyon, Hapoel Sheva against Besiktas, and P.O.K. against Schalke. Rugby news, uh, Sunwolves head coach uh, Philo Tiatia has re- uh, revealed his squad for the upcoming Super Rugby season. And former Lions and Cheezers loose forward, Billy Britz has been included, joining fullback Rian Falloon as the second South African-born player in the Sunwolves squad. Blitz has been uh, applying his trade at Japanese club NTT Shining Arc since 2015. Hockey results from today's play at the Junior Hockey World Cup in India. Australia beat uh, Austria 2, 4-2. 
Argentina humbled Korea 5-1. Netherlands thrashed Egypt 7-0. Belgium beat Malaysia 3-0. While India beat South Africa 2-1 in the day's final match. Just finally for you, in cricket news, I can tell you that uh, A.B. de Villiers is unlikely to return to lead South Africa against Sri Lanka on the 26th of December in Port Elizabeth. As he recovers from his elbow injury, de Villiers has been unable to play any domestic cricket uh, yet and is therefore unable to prove his fitness to the national selectors. While he has returned to training with his domestic franchise, the Titans, his surgeon has advised him against playing just yet. That's your sports news. SAFM Sports Wrap. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk about the big story of the weekend. Cape Town City, crowned 2016 Telkom Knockout champions. They beat Supersport United 2-1 at the Peter McGraw Stadium on Saturday. And I'm delighted to say we've got the victorious coach, Eric Tinkler, on the line. Eric, thanks for joining us. Good evening, and a very good evening to you, no doubt. Yeah, good evening, and good evening to your listeners. <laughs> Job done. How does it feel? No, it obviously feels uh, fantastic. You know, fantastic achievement for what is a very, very young club and a fantastic achievement obviously for the players, you know, very, very proud of them, they put in a very, very good performance and you know, I feel over the past four months, they deserve the, this win and, and, you know, this trophy I mean, th- this is a side though that's not unaccustomed to conceding goals, Eric, but what is it about your character as a, as, a, as a club that sees you come back virtually every time? I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking of the late winner against Vitz. I'm thinking of the late winner against Sundowns. I'm thinking of the Barocca match uh, en route to the final. And, of course, the, the immediate reply on, on Saturday. Just in a word, if you summed it up, it would have to probably be character. Definitely. Uh, you know, the boys have shown fantastic uh, character over the, the past four months. You know, I think they, they've also got the recognition knowing that we're a good team going forward and that we will score goals. And there's that belief that irrespective of whether we're going to concede or not, we know we are going to score because we believe we're good enough to do that. Well, you guys can do just about anything, but you've also got no time to celebrate, though, really, because you've got Platinum Stars tomorrow. So how do you regroup and refocus on your, your league objectives? You know what, it was, it was actually quite easy because the players themselves immediately after the game, the captain, Lebo Manyama, stated immediately to the players that, you know, yes, we can celebrate, uh, but we've got an important mission to complete, which is to ensure we get a result against Platinum Stars and then and Super Sport because we set ourselves the target at the beginning of the season to get to the 30 points as quick as possible, and we have an opportunity to do that ahead of the, the Christmas break. Yeah, which is remarkable. I mean, in, in uh, five days' time, you could find yourself already on 30 points. Uh, you're already a handful of points clear at the moment. But, I mean, the thing that impressed me most about your Telkom knockout performance was, was, was the goals. I mean, the runners-up, Supersport United, scored three goals in the tournament. But with 12 yeah. goals in four matches, that means you scored three goals per game in the tournament. Okay. I mean, do you, do you celebrate that extraordinary fact, or are you still perhaps pondering the, the several missed chances that you guys had? Yeah, I ponder more on the mischance, to be honest. You know, I look at the game against Supersport and I say to myself, you know, if, if we had tried to play a little bit uh, with more composure, I felt particularly on our transition, we could have possibly scored three or four against Supersport. And, you know, for, in my mind, that's, it's important for us to ensure that when we create those chances, we put the ball in the back of the net. It's also being a young club, I've also got some young players that I want to give opportunity to, to play. And 
the only time I can really give them that opportunity is obviously when we're performing well, when we're winning comfortably. You know, I can afford to throw some of those youngsters in to give them that experience that they desperately need. Yeah, you, you've, you've got some great talent in the, uh, the, the the squad, Derek. But what I want to ask you, though, is, I mean, I always thought Leberham and Yama was a good player. I, I've always enjoyed watching Aubrey Ngoma. I thought he's a, he's a pretty talented footballer the first time I saw him. But, I mean, together they have been phenomenal. They really have been the talk of the town. Is it just a case of finding players whose strengths just complement uh, one another to, to the extreme in this uh, case? I think it's also you know, a lot of hard work that we we done during uh, pre-season and, and obviously over the past four months is to ensure that there's good combinations going forward in attack and that the players have a good understanding of each other's strengths and weaknesses. And you know, with with that repetition that we what we do in training, you know, it eventually starts to become very mechanical and the players have a good understanding of each other's strengths and where they're going to be and, and who they're going to have in support. And, you know, it becomes a lot easier that way. Uh, look, I, I, perhaps I shouldn't actually tell you this, but uh, I'm certainly not going to mention the players' names, but I was chatting to some of the Supersport players after the final, and, and they all said in one way or another that you can't stop a moving train. I think that was the basis that, that they were all saying. I mean, if players from a side who've gone undefeated in 14 matches are saying that about your team... What what do you think that yeah. says to you? Oh, obviously, fantastic. You know, that's that's what you want. You want teams to fear you. And, you know, we, we said that at the beginning of the season. We need to create that fear. And how do we do that is by performing extremely well, by being a, a very aggressive team going forward in attack, being a very aggressive team in defense, which is an area I still believe we, we can improve on because... You know, people are asking whether we're looking to win the title, but if I look at the amount of goals we've conceded, I don't think you can can win a title by conceding as many goals as we have. You know, so that's a part of our game that, that needs to improve. But definitely the fact that we are a threatening team going forward and it puts fear in the in the eyes of the opponent, you know, it makes me happy as a coach to hear that. As a, as a coach, who obviously cares deeply for the players that you, you're mentoring. You know, every person has a story. I think Percy Tao's story, uh, playing in the National First Division last season, winning the Champions League with Sundowns this season, was one that's really been highlighted. But I mean, players like Shoei Walters, he's 35 in two weeks' time. Yeah. He's just won his first title. Uh, Robin Johannes, yeah. who's been around for a, a decade odd, he's won everything in South yeah. Africa except the Telcom knockout. Suddenly he wins the Telcom knockout after campaigning in the National First Division with Amazulu until a few months ago. But now he's in that elite group of players. What does it mean to you to have a group of players like this getting something, gaining this uh, achievement under you? Obviously, I try to utilize that, you know, make them realize that, you know, a guy like Robin found himself really in in the wasteland, so to speak. And that was an opportunity for him to resurrect his career. We all know his ability and, and his experience, but, you know, that he needs to get back to, to playing ways and putting in the right amount of work, having the right work ethic, uh, and being a true professional. And that's, that's what he, that's what he is right now. And, you know, we know the talent that he has and, and what he could, what he could bring to the team. And the fact of the matter is that's, that's precisely what he's, what he's doing. And there's quite a few of those, you know, Shay Walters, 
also, you know, I told him that this was an opportunity for him to to end what has been quite a long career, 34 years old. He doesn't have that many years left in uh, in his career, and that you know he would love, surely would love to to finish off his career having won something. And you know, he was extremely grateful after the game and saying thank you to me and the rest of the technical team and and his teammates. You know. And I'm very, very happy for him because, you know, because he deserves it after the career he's had. Eric, talking about careers, I mean, you're somebody who's uh, had a, a fairly meteoric rise in terms of coaching. Uh, you know, you look at somebody like Roberto Martinez, for example. He, too, had a fairly meteoric rise, Premier League. Now he's Belgium coach. But uh, I was listening to an interview he had recently, and he said, in football, you always have to be able to adapt and ignore what you don't have. Player for player, on paper, you probably don't have the best squad or the strongest squad or the most experienced squad, certainly not. But you're Telcom knockout champion and you're top of the log. Is your success as a club, do you think, down to you as coach adapting and ignoring what you don't have? Yeah, I think it's about us looking to play to the strengths that we have, you know. You know, <laughs> we started with those 14 players and then we brought players in what we believed that could help and strengthen strengthen the squad and, you know, we then assess basically what are our strengths as a team and, you know, one of the first things we recognize is the fact that we have a lot of speed and pace. So we try and utilize that to, to the best of our ability and make sure that week in, week out, we get better at, at our strengths. And, yes, you worry about certain weaknesses and you want to try and improve on them, but, you know, but your main focus really is on, on what strengths you, you currently have and you want to try and perfect those strengths. Well, Eric, I think you've done a phenomenal job in the uh, few short months that you've been in charge of Cape Town City, as you say, t- as I say, top of the log and uh, already Telcom Knockout Champions. Huge congratulations for winning your uh, first title as head coach of a club, and I wish you everything of the best as you try to round out the, uh, the remainder of the season. Well, the year. Thank you very much, Jack. Thank you. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Well, I think it's only appropriate that we continue talking about Cape Town City. What a phenomenal achievement, of course, for the uh, Telcom Knockout title. But one man in particular must have been celebrating this Telcom Knockout with uh, <laughs> a huge amount of uh, gusto because he's claimed every other title in South Africa at least once, but he had never won the Telcom Knockout title. I'm delighted to say we've got that self-same man, Robin Johannes, on the line. Robin, thanks for joining us. Good evening. To you and evening to all the listeners. Now, Robin, let's let's talk about that. I mean, you have had an intriguing career. You've had a, a career that's seen highs and lows, but you're somebody who's won everything except the telecom knockout. You went into this tie and won it. How does it feel to have completed now every domestic title? I'm really happy about that. Uh, couldn't be more more happy about it, about the achievement and uh, what I've achieved with my career this far. Um, obviously, won all the titles in South Africa after winning the Telcom on Saturday, but um, I think Saturday's win is definitely the most special one. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I think about it, and I'm going, yes, you you won you won you know previous titles with Sundowns and with Orlando Pirates. You were part of that great treble squad with Rude Crawl. Um, you've picked up a host of, of medals, but to come back from playing in the National First Division, where you, where you stayed with Amazulu until a few months ago, um, you were in the National First Division. What is, what, what, what ma- what's made that career change? What's made the turnaround? Uh, Eric Tinkler was talking about you were a player that found yourself in a wasteland a little earlier. I mean, can you describe yeah. the last few months? 
Yeah, um, it's overwhelming actually. Um, I think as footballers, we always want to play at the highest level. And um, getting relegated to Ramazulu two years back was, was devastating for me because I knew um, what I'd lost. And not playing in the PSL was really heartbreaking for me. And I stayed at Ramazulu because I had so much respect for the coach, uh, Steve Barker. And I really wanted to get them back into the PSL. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, I wasn't prepared to play in the, in the NFD as I know this respect to the league and, but uh, I want to play at the highest level and moving, coming down to Cape Town City, being back at home, everything's just fallen into place and now I've won the one medal that was missing and like I say, I'm, I'm really happy about it. Yeah, I think that's something that Libba Wanyama and uh, Shoei Walters have both mentioned to me in previous interviews as well, is the fact that they feel they're playing at home. Although, you know, Libba's from Tembisa, he spent much of his time in Cape Town and played for Ajax for the longest time. Shoei as well, delighted. So is, is that an added, uh, I suppose, being in a happy place, does it make it easier to play with that freedom? Definitely. Um, this is home for me. Um, I haven't played professional football in Cape Town. I left when I was 15. Coming back 15 years later uh, with, a, with a fantastic group of players, um, great chairman with a great coach, um, backroom staff, and obviously that has just made it more special being at home, playing in front of you know my people, uh, my family, my friends. Um, it's just been been really overwhelming, but I've looked forward to it. Um, I couldn't wait for this day to come where I would actually come back home and play play in front of of Cape Town fans and now we've been lucky, privileged enough to, to win the Talcom and you know I, I don't think we're not the only people that's, that's happy with it I'm sure the Cape Town people are really happy about it too Yeah they are I mean even a couple of the Ajax players have uh, suggested already that they're delighted I mean for, for Western Cape football it's, a, it's an enormous thing I, I know it's a long way off though Robin and perhaps I'm getting ahead of myself here but you know if you finish the season anything like the way you guys started you'll be playing in the Continental Club competition next season <laughs> whether it's CAF Champions League or, or, or Confederations Cup but have you ever paused to consider the possibility of of, of playing beyond South African borders again? Yeah, definitely. I played in the Champions League with Sundowns years back. And like I said, we all want to play at the highest level. And I mean, look what Sundowns achieved this year. And, you know, they've set the benchmark. And why can't other teams do that? Uh, we're really not getting ahead of ourselves. But you can't help but think about those things. And we just take it game by game. Like you say, if we, if we end the way we started, you never know what could happen. But uh, we focus on the next game, which is Platinum Stars tomorrow. What the future holds, we can't control. Uh, we just keep working hard at the training ground every day and, you know, focus on the next game and try to win the next game. That's the best we can do. There's no doubt that winning titles is important, but trophies aside, what part of your playing career are you most proud of, Robin? Um, you know, I've had lots of ups and downs. Uh, sundowns, playing, not playing... I, was, I remember I was injured for a year, yes. and then moved to moved to Orlando Pirates, and you know won the first treble, which was fantastic. That's something I'll never forget. Uh, but I, I can't I can't emphasize this more. Being at Cape Town City, being at home, um, winning the Talcom over this past weekend, I think that that's definitely topped it all off. 
Well, Robin Johannes, you've been a phenomenal ambassador for uh, football all throughout your career, and I'm just delighted that you managed to reinvigorate your career in such emphatic style with Cape Town City. Top of the log currently, uh, and indeed uh, Talcum Knockout Champions as well. Your contribution has certainly been noted, and I'm glad to say that uh, you are somebody who's deservedly filled every domestic title. But thank you very much for joining us, and best of luck certainly against Platinum Stars and indeed Supersport United in the league in a few days' time as well. Thank you personally very much for, for you know, always supporting and following my career. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks a lot. I look forward to it. You're most welcome, Robin. It may not be a trophy, but it's really worth showing off. Be proud of the Constitution. Be proud of our Bill of Rights. SAFM, South Africa's news and information league. The entrepreneurship continues this week. Rico Fela. On Tuesday, Cape Town City takes on Platinum Stars at Athlone Stadium and Marisbeck United hosts Orlando Pirates at Herikwala. On Wednesday, Siwelele travels to FNB Stadium to face Amakosi. It's the Absa Premiership. Rico Fela. All matches kick off at half past seven. Tickets available from 40 Rand. What do you buy the Premier Soccer League? SAFM has the widest reach of any radio station in the country. So wherever you are, we will bring you the best programs 24 hours a day. If you're on holiday or on a business or road trip anywhere in South Africa, know that we will be with you. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Well, what is summer without your favorite song? The SABC giving you the chance to vote for your favorite song from any SABC radio station of your choice. SMS the letters MTR, the name of the song, and artist to 33175 to vote for your SABC summer song. By voting, you stand a chance to win a brand new Kia Picanto plus a weekly cash prize of 5,000 Rand. You can SMS as many times as you like. Voting closes on the 30th of December 2016. SMSs cost 1 Rand 50. T's and C's apply. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Now, you've heard from Eric Tinkler, we've heard from Robin Johannes, two integral members and pivotal uh, role players in Cape Town City's success in the Telkom knockout and indeed in the league so far. But let's go to where it all started. We've got the chairman of Cape Town City, John Committees, on the line now. And, John, thanks for joining us. Good evening and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you uh, so much for all all this coverage you guys are giving us. But the guys really deserve it, and the coach most of all. Yeah, well, this, I mean, it's, it's something to be celebrated. It's something you don't hear of too often. A club that's been in existence for a little over four months and already a title and top of the league standings. You must be proud as punch. How did it make you feel when, when job was finally done? Look, uh, it's, it's obviously it's a fantastic feeling. You know, I've been out of the game for some time, being, uh, you know, having left Ajax a few years ago. And uh, to come back and to realize that you still got something to offer to the game is really fantastic. Because it feels you to just, you know, that you've made the right decision to come back, done the right thing for Cape Town football, which is really key for me. That we change the landscape here in Cape Town, and uh, I think we're on our way to that. And you know, we've been embraced by Cape Townians from all the from all the sides, and uh, you know, with the support from the media like you guys. You know, we, we must just keep on going. 
Yeah, Joe, I mean, you're basically echoing what Robin Johannes has just said to me. You know, he says he's got seven titles, but, but of all the titles, he says this is the, the most special one because he was out of football for a while, so to speak, in terms of, of top flight, comes back and then claims it with a, a newly formed club. This, this for him just meant the absolute world. Now he's got a clean sweep. He's got every domestic title, uh, which is something that perhaps he didn't expect a couple of years ago. But in terms of expectations... Did you expect a title this season, or were you just secretly hoping for uh, a modicum of success? No, I think I was secretly hoping that uh, that we'd be at least some kind of force to be reckoned with. You know, uh, it's not something I haven't done before in terms of uh, running a football club with Cape Town Spurs and then Ajax. But you never know until you make your first outing, and it was critical to win our first game for Lukwani. We knocked out Chiefs in our second game. And then we beat Ajax in the derby. So once we achieve those three uh, points, I realised, okay, this team is strong enough to compete and to to make uh, to make a nice noise in this PSL. And uh, we added signings around the core players we received. Everything seemed to have gelled well. Uh, a bunch of happy players, and that's important. The happy players make good players. Yeah, I think that's a key word as well. I, I know Shoaib Walters has told me, uh, Libohama Nyama has told me, Robin Johannes has told me, Aubrey Gorman has told me. They just love Cape Town. They love the surrounding. They feel they feel free. They feel like they, they're really enjoying themselves. And that's just contributed to the way that they're playing. But if I can just ask you on, on in, in terms of your coach, I mean, Eric Tinkler was, uh, was a choice that some people said, absolutely, this guy's got so much potential. Others went, yeah. I mean, in terms of faith in Eric and what he's gone and done, where, where did you, that faith come from initially? It, it, the faith came from the fact that I played against Eric. <laughs> that work ethic on his yes. on the park, you know, the 19 minutes give up, never give up attitude, and regardless of the output, it's the effort level that uh, that, that counted. That you know, he's put through into his coaching methods, and he, he never raises his voice. Everything is communication speaking to players at, at, on a level. No one's, there are no pop stars around. And uh, that's, how, that's how you build a, a squad and a team. And, and, you know, the team collective will always be stronger than the individual. And I keep telling the players, stay on the same wave, you know. Don't try and ride your own wave because you're going to fall off. And, you know, by doing so, they've all excelled and they're all getting their accolades respectively where they deserve it. And it works, you know. And uh, if you know anything about team psychology, you gotta, you gotta keep hunting that and take the pressure off players by just going game at a time and not putting too much expectation beyond that. And, you know, they can manage that in their mind. They give 150% and then you regroup again and do the same thing again. And the repetition is the mother of all learning. And we think we're winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, Stuart Baxter likes to say, "What uh, you either win or you learn." Uh, so at the moment, you guys are not getting a great deal of learning done. But uh, that's I, that's, it's all jokes. I mean, the way you've played is phenomenal. You, you're undefeated in ten games, but you've won nine of them. And when you consider your opposition, far more illustrious, far more experienced throughout that time, the the, the fact that uh, this this team has done as well as it has is is remarkable. But I know. You're an ambitious man as well, and, and this has obviously gone down really well to, to claim a title so early on. And it is a long way off, but if you finish the season anywhere like the way you started the season, you're going to be playing in either the CAF Confit Cup or the, 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 the CAF Champions League um, the following season. Have you sort of paused to consider the possibility of, of having this team go play in continental competition? I can't think beyond this week uh, at the moment. You know, I'm, I'm just 
um, focusing on three points tomorrow, and and that's the way we manage it. And you know, obviously, I reflect and I sit back and I kind of plan and say, right, what would happen if? And you know, I've got to be prepared for that, and we've got to think about it. That's why we made the signing uh, yesterday, and we've added a member to the squad, uh, No Mandela, who's got a vast amount of experience. He's extremely talented, and also a player that's been frustrated and not been able to expose his ability and. That's the kind of player you want, hungry, wants to be here, is not interested about the contract. He just wants to show that he can play again and uh, he'll get his chance and do that. So, you know, for me to plan further than that is, it would be too uh, optimistic of me. And uh, I've got to respect all the clubs in the PSL. You know, at this stage, we're just happy to ride this wave and just keep on winning game at the time. Yeah, I suppose there's a, there's a great concern as well as this festive season in Africa Cup of Nations break, which I think a lot of coaches have already highlighted in terms of uh, how they might return to league action in uh, in February next year after it concludes now at the end of December. But, John, listen, you've done a superb job in uh, in starting this new club. I'm just delighted to, to, to see that it's taken off so well, that the players have come together, and they really are a grateful bunch of, of players, coach. Everybody is so happy. Great to see things are going so well, and uh, certainly best of luck in the next few matches as you try to chase down that 30-point mark before the Christmas break. Yes, that's a good target to go for. I mean, that's realistic, and uh, everyone's focused for that. And uh, we'll be out at Atlanta tomorrow night, and uh, Cape Town Stadium with Supersport on Friday, which is really, really challenging to play uh, that team twice in such a short period. But uh, we'll give it a full go. Indeed. Best of luck. Thank you. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. Just amazing. Absolutely sensational it has been from uh, Cape Town City, and there's a reason that they are the stars of the show. That was the chairman, uh, star player, Robin Yannis, and uh, coach uh, Eric Tinkler as well. That's all we've got time for on the show today. Hopefully we'll chat more about Mamelodi Sundowns at the Club World Cup on Thursday, and we'll give you a wrap of the year of 2012. But from uh, the team tonight, it's time to say cheers. We're out of here. It's 7 o'clock.